and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers. With a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. Of course, the truth is God's word, and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and as a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Again, welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Thank you for spending this time with me. Today, we're going to be talking about time, appointed times. I do have a video on my YouTube channel about sudden death. And it deals a little bit with the topic of appointed times. This is a little more in-depth study. And I'm taking it in a little different direction also to apply to the lost and the saved and to the Lord himself. Now, God knows all. God knows the beginning from the end. The Bible teaches that. There are no surprises to God. If you get sick, it doesn't surprise God. And he knows what the outcome will be. If someone dies in what the world calls an accident, it's not really an accident. It was their appointed time. And God knows the beginning from the end. Isaiah 46, 8 through 10. Remember this and show yourselves, men. Bring it again to mind, O ye transgressors. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Isaiah 44, 6-8 Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. And who, as I, shall call and shall declare it, and set it in order for me? Since I appointed the ancient people, and the things that are coming, and shall come, let them show unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time, and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. And that's just a few scriptures, obviously, to point out the blatant fact that God knows the end from the beginning. God is outside of time. He has appointed a time for each man who he has created to die, to pass away. And the world likes to point out the dash in between the two dates on the grave. That's what your life is. It's true. What will you do with that time in between the dash? But more importantly, you don't know when that's going to end. And if you're not born again, if you're not saved, that should concern you greatly. Because you don't know if this is your last day on earth. You don't know when that dash will slam up against that other date. It's in an instant. And we're going to hear in the verses coming up about how the sudden destruction of the wicked is a common theme. 
You don't always get a lot of warning. It's over. Sometimes they just suddenly are put out. And it's a judgment from God. It's not an accident. Hebrews 9.27 And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So sudden death or so-called accident is never a surprise to God. It doesn't take God off track. In fact, those events are caused by God because obviously he could stop them if he wanted to. And a person's life does not end without the Lord God knowing it and being in control of it. Proverbs 29.1 He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. Okay, so this is a person who's been warned time and time again to repent and believe the gospel. They've been told about the Lord. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck He's stiffening his neck. He's saying, no, I am not going to listen to that. I know what's best. I'll ignore that. I don't need God. I'll wait and do that later. He shall suddenly be destroyed in that without remedy. Without remedy. It's too late. You cross the line. Don't say it's not fair. The person that got killed in that accident or that person that got sick and died. Don't say that's not fair and they died too young. There's no such thing. You can't tell God he's wrong. We might not understand it, but there is a purpose and it will all work out for good. Proverbs 3, 7, be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. There's the opposite. If you fear the Lord, hearken unto his voice and you follow his ways, it will result in health. And following his commandments, following him, being a servant of the Lord, it could very well extend your days. Second Peter 2, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Swift. Quick. Without remedy. It's, it's sudden. It's not a surprise to God. But it certainly is a surprise to the wicked. They are plotting and planning their future. They're thinking what they're going to do. And then it's over. Swift destruction. Not 20 years in a penitentiary watching cable TV and having three meals a day and, and then getting early release. You can go back and commit more crimes. Swift. Swift judgment. Righteous judgment. Proverbs 6.12, a naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a froward heart. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart, he deviseth mischief continually, he soweth discord. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly, suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. Again, without remedy, you don't get a second chance, it's over. Your judgment time is appointed. It comes like that, like a thief in the night. You don't get to, oh, oh, wait a minute, I'll try it again. Now I realize, well, that wouldn't be a sincere conversion then. That's just, you want to get out of hell free. No, you lose. You need to repent while there's time. And if the Lord is dealing with your heart, 
turn to him in contrition and repentance and seek his face now while there's time. Proverbs 24:19 Fret not thyself because of evil men, neither be thou envious at the wicked, for there shall be no reward to the evil man. The candle of the wicked shall be put out. My son, fear thou the Lord and the king, and meddle not with them that are given to change, for their calamity shall rise suddenly, and who knoweth the ruin of them both? See, their candle, their candle shall be put out. It gives you the idea of a fast action. It's over. The candle gets put out. It's not a 10-year process. You blow out a candle, and it goes out. It's a sudden ending. Proverbs 13.9 The light of the righteous rejoiceth, but the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Again, putting out of a light, of a candle, of a lamp. It's a quick action, and it brings darkness. When a lost person who's lost in darkness dies, they go further into the darkness. They'll never have hope of light again. They'll be in outer darkness forever. In hell. And they're, they're getting the recompense upon their own head, what they chose throughout life. Ecclesiastes 9.12 For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare. So are the sons of men snared in an evil time, when it falleth suddenly upon them. Again, it's quick. It falls suddenly upon them. It's like a, a fish being caught or a bird getting caught in a snare. Right there, it's quick action. It's too late, in other words. It will happen. It will come. That moment will come and it will be too late to turn back. Isaiah thirty twelve. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay thereon, therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking cometh suddenly, whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant. Proverbs 28, 18. Whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. Again, the idea of a quick, swift ending at once. Psalm 55, 15 through 16. Let death seize upon them, and let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Praise God, we have access to God's throne through the Holy Spirit, through the high priest who paid the price on the cross for us. And he went back to heaven, and he's interceding for us at the right hand of God. We can go in prayer and talk to the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because of what he did on Calvary's cross for us. Praise you, Lord. Otherwise, we would be without hope, like these wicked. Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Proverbs 8.35 For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Okay? So that's why 
those who choose death, those who choose to hate the Lord and flee from the Lord and reject the Lord and his word and his ways, and they mock and scoff at those who want to be pure and holy, for God's sake, those who love God, that is, not because we're earning our salvation or anything of the sort, but those who are saved have righteousness and we stand up for righteousness and we, we have that in us, the righteousness of Christ. The lost that are still alive are not without hope because of what the Lord did. And there was an appointed time for Jesus to die on the cross. Acts 2, 22-24 Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holden of it. Praise God. And the word used there in Acts 2, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, the word foreknowledge is Strong's G4268, and it's the word prognosis. And that's a word we've heard a lot used in the medical field, the doctor's, the doctor's prognosis. prognosis. Well, God is the master physician, and God is the master of all. And his prognosis is a judgment. It's fact. He is past, present, and future. He knows all, and he controls all. And when a doctor gives a prognosis, there's quite a huge chance that it's wrong. But when God states something, there's no chance that it's wrong. It's truth. And this word prognosis obviously means foreknowledge, forethought, prearrangement. Another verse using the same word is 1 Peter 1-2. And this is 1 Peter 1-2-5. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. It's talking about saved people, born again believers, our place in the body of Christ. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Praise God. And there is an appointed time for a man to be saved, born again, for a man to receive the free gift of salvation, the new birth, become a new creature in Christ. Ephesians 1, 1 through 6. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, 
to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. We are preordained to win. The battle is already won for believers. Jesus Christ won the victory. And in our faith in Jesus, in the Word of God, it is told that the battle is won. Romans 8, 28 through 31. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. And this is a dark time we're going through right now, and I just want to encourage you with that verse right there. If God be for us, who can be against us? It's already appointed that our victory is written and outside of time. He has predestined us to victory, to glory with his son, Jesus Christ. This passage in 1 Samuel 17 can encourage us. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And we all know what happened next. It was Goliath's appointed time to die. He went down. Swift. You would say sudden judgment. And I'm sure it shocked his army behind him. And then they went down too. David didn't take King Saul's armor. He had the armor of God. He had faith in Almighty God. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God." praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praise God. We'll be right back on Truth Dealer Radio. 
If you have any questions about today's program, please write to Brian at kjvprepper.com. Visit kjvprepper.com for Christian apparel worn to warm. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. We have a new promo code on kjvprepper.com that is especially for our radio listeners, and it is a 20% off your entire purchase at kjvprepper.com where we have Christian apparel worn to worn. So it's 20% off. Use the promo code RADIO. That's R-A-D-I-O. 20% off. Praise God. Now we're talking about appointed times. And to close out, we're going to talk about the appointed time for the day of the Lord. There is a day coming where the Lord Jesus Christ will return and judge the living and the dead. He will judge this world. He will judge the sin of this world. He's not a baby in a manger. He's king of the universe. And he's coming back. Jeremiah 46.10 For this is the day of the Lord God of hosts, a day of vengeance, that he may avenge him of his adversaries, and the sword shall devour, and it shall be satiate and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts hath a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. Isaiah 34, 1-8 Come near, ye nations, to hear, and hearken, ye people. Let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world, and all that come forth of it. For the indignation of the Lord is upon all nations, and his fury upon all their armies. He hath utterly destroyed them, he hath delivered them to the slaughter. Their slain also shall be cast out, and their stink shall come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains shall be melted with their blood. And all the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down, as the leaf falleth off from the vine, and as a falling fig from the fig tree. For my sword shall be bathed in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Edomia, and upon the people of my curse." to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is made fat with fatness, and with the blood of lambs and goats, and with the fat of kidneys of rams. For the Lord hath a sacrifice in Basra, and a great slaughter in the land of Edomia. And the unicorns shall come down with them, and the bullocks with the bulls, and their land shall be soaked with blood, and their dust made fat with fatness. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance, and the year of recompense for the controversy of Zion. You say, well, that doesn't sound like what Joel Osteen talks about. It sounds mean. You got Jesus is going to, what? Blood? and Well, you know, he shed his blood for the sins of the world. After being mocked and scourged and beaten and crucified. And he didn't have to do that, by the way. He chose to do that, to show you and me how much he loves us. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. We are in the age of grace, but it can't go on forever. There is an appointed time when the Lord Jesus Christ will have to put his enemies down, and it will end. In the same day, a wondrous day of rejoicing for those of us that are saved, and they want to see him receive the glory that is due unto his name. Praise be the Lord Jesus Christ forever. And that day is coming soon. Every day that goes by is another day closer to that day. 
and look at the signs and the times, all the things the Lord said would happen, have happened, and are happening. All the stuff about the environment, yeah, it's going to get worse. Earthquakes, plagues, famine, wars, rumors of wars, it's the wages of sin, is death. It's not God's fault. He created a perfect world, and man fell into sin. And the Lord Jesus Christ redeemed and made a way back to God. So don't blame the sin of this world on him. And don't say it's not fair that he has appointed a time in which he will come back and judge the wicked, those who hate him. All those who hate me love death, remember it says. Well, they're going to receive their own payment for what they have done because they will not accept the payment that the Lord paid on the cross. There's only two ways. One is death and one is life in Christ. Isaiah 63, 4. For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the year of my redeemed is come. Joel 2, 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Obadiah 1.15 For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. And that's what I was just talking about. They're going to reap what they sow. They love sin and death. It's going to come down on their head. It's going to be over. Zephaniah 1, 14 through 18 The great day of the Lord is near. It is near, and hasteth greatly, even the voice of the day of the Lord. The mighty man shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities, and against the high towers, and I will bring distress upon men, that they shall walk like blind men, because they have sinned against the Lord, and their blood shall be poured out as dust, and their flesh as the dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath, but the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy." For he shall make even a speedy riddance of all them that dwell in the land. It's not going to be a Joel Steen rainbow parade. It's going to be over. It's going to be a speedy event of God's wrath and judgment. And there will be nowhere to hide. There will be no gold that will save you. There will be no emergency food or backup backpack or bug out vehicle. No, it's over. When you come up against God and you're his enemy, there's nowhere that you can hide. And there's nowhere that you can hide right now. If you're living a life of sin and you're God's enemy, you're under God's wrath. The Bible says, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But it goes on in verse 18 to say, He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already, 
because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Condemned. Condemned to judgment. Condemned to hell. Mark 13.32 But of that day and that hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven. Neither the Son, but the Father. The Father knows. The Father knows the appointed time. When he is going to send the Lord Jesus Christ back, he will come back the same way he left. That's what the angels told the apostles as he ascended into heaven. He's going to come back in like manner. He's going to come back in the clouds. He's going to come, receive his believers to himself, in the twinkling of an eye will be caught up together with him, those who are here on the earth. And then it's judgment o'clock. It's truth o'clock. It's going to be a moment of truth. There will be no more debates on TV. There will be no more people like Oprah or false teachers like Rob Bell or these others who say that we need to get rid of the Bible and start having homosexual pastors and female pastors and all this other stuff. All that is over. Jesus Christ comes back. It's done. He's going to reveal. He's not coming back to play. He's not coming back to enlighten all the people who hate him. He's coming back to judge the earth. He's going to judge the world for the iniquity of the world. The balance is due. He paid for the sins of the world, but many, 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 many people did not accept that payment. God in heaven accepted it. But you have to know him as your personal savior. You have to repent, acknowledge you're a sinner, and accept the truth of who Jesus Christ is and what he did for you, and and put all your faith in him for your salvation. But if you have a balance due, all that sin in the world, there's a balance there that needs to be paid, and the iniquity needs to be purged off the face of the earth, and the Lord will set up his kingdom of holiness. And those of us who are saved will be part of that. And it's going to be beautiful and wonderful and peaceful. But right now is a time when we need to spread the gospel. We need to warn people. That's why we have our business with the shirts and the gospel tracks and hoodies and the show. We need to warn the lost that there is an appointed time coming personally for them. For them, for a lost person, the day of the Lord can come as soon as they die. They're going to die and go right to the judgment. Hebrews 9, 27. And there is also a future day of the Lord for the whole world where all those who have died before will be raised to judgment and those who are who remain that are lost will be judged. And there's many more other verses that talk about that day in the Bible. And I only read a few, but they're not verses people are used to hearing about. So I urge you to share some of these truths with people, all of these truths, and share the show if you want to with those that you know that are running from God or hiding from God. There's a day coming when it will end for them. Whether they're 95 or 12, it doesn't matter. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Proverbs 27.1 Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. 
if you're lost and you're listening to this, you can't even make your own heartbeat. You can't control your lungs, your heart, your brain. You don't know if you're going to put your head on the pillow tonight. And if you do, you don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow morning. You better be thankful to the Lord Jesus Christ for not bringing your appointed time today. But I pray that your time for being born again will take place. And that you would go to the Lord in prayer and seek Him, seek His forgiveness. The only thing that will forgive your sins, you need to come humbly to the cross. Come to God and ask Him to forgive you. A priest can't do it. A pastor can't do it. A spouse, a parent. It's between you and God. Because your sin is against God. It's between you and Him. He doesn't owe you. You owe Him. And He is worthy to be praised. He created all of us. And He made a way for us to be saved. He redeemed us. He bought us back with His own blood. And He's worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. If you don't bow your knee to Him now and humble yourself now, you will bow your knee to Him on Judgment Day. But then it will be too late. Romans 14.11 For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. And what they're quoting there is the scripture in Isaiah 45. 22 through 23. Look unto me and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. I have sworn by myself, the word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that unto me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall swear. And also in Philippians 2, this is talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And that's the message of truth that this world needs. Christians, the battle is won. Put on the whole armor of God and run towards the army like David did. Put on the whole armor of God. Without that, we'll fall by the wayside. Do everything through prayer and supplication. Keep in the word of God. Keep focused. Keep your sword sharpened through fellowship with like-minded believers, through study the word, the word of God, the sword of the spirit. The battle is won, but we need to press on. We don't just sit around. We advance. And I pray that you would be encouraged. That every day is important. Every day is important. We can plan things, but every day 
is important. We don't know who's going to come to our door. We don't know who we're going to see at the store. We don't know what's going to become of today. This may be our last day. We don't know when our appointed time is going to be. When our work is done, the Lord will call us and we'll be done here. But I just want to praise God for another chance to share his word. Thank you for spending this time here listening to Truth Dealer Radio. And don't forget, as I mentioned earlier, there's a special promo code for podcast listeners for 20% off at kjvprepper.com. And the promo code is radio. Thank you for listening and God bless you. Please tune in again next time. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening.